Do you feel sexually shut down after your last breakup? Or if you are in a relationship, you're just not feeling it. Do you judge how you look down there and not want to have sex because you're afraid of rejection or your partner making a nasty comment about how you might look? Sadly, many women are very insecure about the shape, the size, and the color of their vulva and their labia. And it's one of the top reasons that labiaplasty surgeries increased by 36% from the year 2015 to 2016, and nearly 10,000 women each year go under the knife for this procedure. Labiaplasty surgery was something that Josian was highly considering when she first talked to me. She had pain and she didn't like the way that she looked and she thought that the surgical route might be the only way to resolve her insecurity and her pain. She was also really shut down sexually. She hadn't been in a relationship for five years and hadn't had sex in two and a half years when I first talked to her. So in today's podcast episode with Josian, you're going to learn how she went from considering labiaplasty to totally loving and accepting her body, how she manifested three pay raises in her job after saying yes to working on her sexuality, how she went from not having sex in two and a half years to finally dating and finding a man that she's having an incredible time with, how she got past sexual and body shame how she learned to have boundaries with men, and how she started asking for what she wanted with men and getting it. Now, I know these results sound crazy, like, oh my God, how can she go from that to that in just five months? But they're actually super common results for women who join me in my group program, now called Sex Goddess, Five Months of Total Freedom in the Bedroom. So up until last week, it was called The Centrally Embodied Woman. In this episode, you will hear me refer to the program Essentially Embodied Woman, but the name has now changed to Sex Goddess. And it happens to be relaunching with the new name and brand new up-to-date teachings and trainings the first week of December. If you resonate with anything that Josian shares in this episode, I want to invite you to simply apply for the program at the link in the show notes, no later than December 2nd, 2022. All you have to do is answer four or five questions and book a call to speak with me for about 45 minutes and determine if the program is the right fit. This round of the program, it's going to be extra special, not only because of the new name and the brand new fresh off the press content that I'm going to be delivering in it, but because those of you who apply by December 2nd, 2022 will also receive three never before offered bonuses. These three bonuses, I'm two of them I'm recording for private clients and they're private trainings that will only be available to my clients that work with me as the highest level, but I'm letting you all be a fly on the wall and have access to this content and the audio guided practices, but you won't get any coaching through these channings. And then also I'm creating an online program for men. It's an online course. So the three bonuses, if you apply by December 2nd, include the eight types of female orgasm blueprint training. You'll get access to that. It's happening live right now. You can come to the live portion of it if you apply by the December 2nd, but we'll be through recording that training live on December 15th. You'll also get access to How to Pleasure a Woman online course for men that is coming out sometime mid-December. 
and you will get access to the receive and manifest training that I'm going to be teaching live starting early January. So if you want to know how to use your sexuality to manifest things, then this is the training that you're going to want to have access to and to be a part of. So apply no later than December 2nd, 2022, and you're going to receive all three of those bonuses for free. All you got to do is head to the link in the show notes or bit.ly forward slash sex goddess program. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash sex goddess program. Now for our interview with Josian. This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Tilly with our guest today, Josiane. Hello, Josiane. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful and I'm super excited to have you on. Tell us where you're from. So I'm born and raised in Quebec. So I'm born an hour away from Montreal and right now I'm in Montreal. So that's the French accent you're hearing right now. Awesome. Well, we're here to talk about uh, what your transformation was like in the Essentially Embodied Woman program. Tell us why you joined and what you were experiencing in life when we first talked. Well, I joined because I really lost touch of my body. I felt numb. I couldn't get aroused. I felt like I was just walking and nothing was happening. Even if there was some men around me, like I was not feeling anything. Yes, I remember that. You being really shut down in your sexuality and not wanting to look at men in the eye. I also remember that you were considering a particular procedure. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes, I wanted to consider a labiaplasty. Yep. Well, I was not feeling good about myself. I was having some problem there and I was feeling pain. And I said, you know what? Why don't I go through the procedure? Maybe the pain will stop. That was a shame of it also. So after that, probably I will be able to have sex again. And and I saw your program and I talked to you and I said, you know what? It's about the same amount of money. Why don't I join the program first? Let's heal myself first. And after that, let's see how my body will go. Many women do these things. It's common these days for women to change the way their labia looks and, you know, having body image issues or wanting it to look different and not really knowing and how to accept yourself the way you look and feel good about it from the inside before you go and do the thing on the outside. And sometimes doing the thing on the outside is a great and can be an empowering decision. But if it comes from an internal place of lack or not enoughness or not good enough, it's a different story. Yeah. Yes. Very different. Yeah. And I'm not considering it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Well, tell us how that transpired. How did you go from really considering it to learning to love yourself the way you are? Well, it's just with the program, you work so much on loving yourself that at one point you love yourself so much that you don't feel pain anymore. I'm realizing that I don't feel pain down there anymore. Wow. Yes. Okay, what do you think 
contributed to going from having pain and a lack of self-love to no pain. What particular practices or support that you got in the program do you think really helped you get there? It was all the practices because you learn how to touch yourself. And I realized I was not being very gentle with myself. Mm. So in your program, you said like to be gentle and use oil to make sure that it feels better. And I work a lot because I was ashamed of myself. So we did work a lot on that. We did, I did a lot of practice in front of a mirror to accept the way I look. Yeah, I remember the mirror work. Yeah, you were really good with that. Um, That was one thing that I don't suggest to everyone. I think it's a great practice, but there's definitely some of you that when you're really reclaiming your sexuality, mirror work is incredibly transformative. What was it like for you the first time you did it? (laughs) And and by the way, this means like self-pleasuring, masturbating, while you're watching yourself that's what i mean by mirror work <laughs> so what was that like for you the first time well you look at yourself and you just see what's wrong with your body and you're like no what no i'm working on myself i don't want to see what's wrong what is right on my body what do i like about my body so every day i was telling myself a little thing more i was liking about myself so when i went Uh, When I was going through the practices, it was easier. And at one point, you just look at yourself and you're pleasuring yourself and said, oh, my God, I'm getting turned on by my own self. I love this so much, man. Like (laughs) women who get caught up in in the fantasy and really in their head, when you get to that point of like being able to get turned on by you, being like, oh, my God, I am solely turned on by how hot I feel in my body right now and how hot I feel that I look right now. I remember the first time that that happened to me. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you can, us people can, can get turned on by themselves. I'm like, I almost thought something was wrong. I was like, aren't I supposed to get turned on by something like by, by a guy or like something outside of me? <laughs> and you look at yourself and you're just like, oh, I am hot. Great. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my gosh. And people listening are probably like, holy shit. I don't know that I could ever get to the point where I could watch myself self-pleasure in a mirror. Did you have resistance to doing that? Yes, of course. I had resistance to everything, but I was looking at myself. I was looking away. I was looking at myself. I was looking away and at said, you know what, I'm here to heal myself. So no, I'm just going to look at me at me in the eye. And after that, I'm just going to look at my body, see what I like on my body and focusing on what I like instead of what I don't like. Yeah. Was it hard? Yes. Mm. How long did it take before it got easier? Uh, maybe three or four practices. Wow. So don't give up on the first try. No. Okay. Very cool. Wow. Uh, Well, tell me about being from really shut down around men and dating. Hadn't it been like a year since you had dated anyone? Oh, more than a year. I've been single for a while, about five or six years. And not having sex was about two and a half years. Wow. And you get used to it. That's the sad part. You get used to it, not having anyone and not having it. 
it almost feel unattainable. Really? Yeah. I remember some of the things you said when we first met, I remember thinking, wow, this woman is incredible. And she's so interesting. And you had this wall of like, I don't want to reveal myself to people, or I think I'm boring or like I'm a boring person, which I think a lot of people coming out of COVID probably felt the same thing (laughs) because (laughs) they haven't really been anywhere in so long. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, I I would love to hear about how you went from feeling like a lot of self-doubt and not wanting to date to actually putting yourself out there for the first time in a long time and what that process was like for you. It was a hard process. I just realized I was not loving myself. So that's why I was so shut down. I didn't want people to talk to me, didn't want to talk to people. And the more... I learned how to love myself. I realized, hey, I'm doing this and that's interesting. Like, I want to talk to people about that. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And you challenge me at one point. You have to look at people in the eyes. And it was very challenging at first, but I got a phone number from a man by doing that. So I was, you have to be ready also to heal yourself. And I realized I was ready. So every single challenge They were hard, but yeah, you just go through it. If you fail, you do it again. Yeah. Uh, And where are you right now in your dating adventures? (laughs) Oh, well, I'm seeing a man right now. Everything is going well. And yes, after two and a half years, I've been having sex and it's fantastic. It's very good. I can't believe I went that long without having sex. And the difference with me having sex and not having sex, there's an ocean of difference. I feel so much better, so much happier. I feel like all my senses are, I can hear better, I can see better, I can taste better. My skin feels better. I understand people more. I don't feel like my thinking is blurry anymore. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know, it's fantastic. Ah, well, it sounds like that sensuality really came back, like the thing that makes life juicy, that aliveness, the lusciousness of life. It can really dry up after a while if you're not really focused on your sexuality or self-pleasuring at all. And even when you are, there's, of course, always that longing, that desire to have somebody that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it takes it to another level. So I love hearing that. So good. Okay. Well, one thing that I wanted to bring up, I remember when you started, you had some amazing synchronous experiences of getting raises and promotions in your job as well. Tell me about that. Well, I got I got very lucky also because we got a raise because in Canada that was a raise all the bank was getting a raise and after that we were changing changing level and because I changed position I got another raise also. So in 2 months I got 3 raises. Oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you think it has anything to do with really saying yes to yourself? I think yes. Because being clear in what I wanted, I feel like it's attracting it. Like the partner that I'm seeing right now, I was very clear in what I wanted and is exactly how I needed it. 
very soft, kind, dirty, follow my lead in everything. So that that's fantastic. Oh, yay. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, I always find that that's a very common pattern that women often get raises or find clients if they're self-employed or sell more things uh, when they say yes to themselves in this way. It's a big leap and a big jump for some people, but I would say like 70% of the time people get the money back very quickly. Even though, you know, working with me is obviously an investment. It's always, it's always like, okay, well, I said yes to myself in this way. And the universe responds lovingly of like, okay, you want to say yes to yourself? Then here, I'm going to reward you. <laughs> I know if it's so true. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Okay. Well, what do you think were some of your greatest and biggest wins having gone through the Essentially Embodied Woman program? Uh, well, I have some boundaries now. This is great. I'm not afraid of saying no anymore. Ah, okay. Elaborate. Those boundaries. Well, let's just say when I was going, when I was uh, on that dating app and I was chatting with a guy and everything. And after that, we chatted on the phone and I just realized that he was not right for me. He was kind of rude. And I told him, you know what? It's not going to work. It's really not going to work. And he's asking me why. I said, because you're not bringing me any pleasure right now. Simple. I wanted pleasure. You're not giving me any. Have a good night. He was very frustrated, but you know what? No. <laughs> oh my God. I, I remember when she shared this with me, everyone listening, <laughs> I was like, that's literally the best response to a guy I've ever heard in my life of like trying to close it down in a, in a graceful, but firm way. Right. Saying no and saying, you know what? I'm not getting any pleasure here. So we're done. <laughs> I thought it was freaking genius. <laughs> I'm going to tell all of my other clients that are dating. Hey, if you don't like who you're standing in front of or, you know, talking to on a FaceTime or a phone call and <laughs> such a graceful exit. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And the boundaries are not just in my personal life, in my professional life. Also, if it's too much, it's too much. I don't have the capacity. Ask someone else. Yeah. So boundaries was a big win. Uh, I'm not scared of saying what I want. Uh, just with that partner that I'm seeing right now, if I want something, I'm not scared of telling him, okay, I want you to come over right now because I want you. I'm not scared of saying that. I'm not telling him, oh, are you available? Like, would you come over? I want you. He's going to say yes or no, but I'm saying what I want. Clear, simple. Yes. Oh, there's so much simplicity in it. When a woman knows what she wants, I think every man <laughs> wants a woman to know what she wants, but a lot of times you don't. But when you do sexuality work, you're kind of forced to work on your boundaries and it leads you to questioning the desire piece. Like, what do I desire? And and coaching, that's what we always start with. Like, what do you want? What do you want to create for yourself in this area of your life? So it's always based on desire. And if you're not clear what that is, then we don't really have anywhere to go until you get clear. It gets you really clear about, it gives you in the practice of getting clear about your desires and what you want. Um, so then when you're in the moment with someone, it becomes more second nature and it's not something that's so new to you. 
Okay. Any other big wins or celebrations you wanted to share? Uh, yes. I'm not ashamed anymore. We have work on that so much. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of myself. I'm not ashamed of my desire. So that was such a big win. Mr. Shame is gone. Would you share what specifically you were ashamed of? I was ashamed of my body, of how I was looking like down there. That's why I wanted to go through labiaplasty. I was just such a shame of how I look like. I should not be ashamed. Every single body are different. And I was ashamed of wanting sex, shame of having desire. It should not be this way. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever initiate before? Was that a hard thing for you to do? I was initiating, but with the partner I had in the past, I was getting shut down a lot because I feel like I was too much for them. Yeah. So at one point, you just don't want to initi initiate anymore because you feel like, oh, the person is going to say no. Yeah, that can happen a lot with mismatched desire and frequency levels, for sure. And having come from that situation into being single and really wanting to step back into your sexuality and fully go there, I could see how it could be a big block of like being afraid to be a, a full-fledged sexual woman and to, you know, feel comfortable being as sexual as you are when based on past experiences or previous relationships that may not have worked. So it makes total sense that that would have been a big obstacle and block for you to overcome. Any other big wins or celebrations? Oh, that was my three big wins. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, what feels possible for you now? Pretty much anything. Because the guy I'm seeing right now, I, I'm not sure if it's going to end up in a relationship, but I feel open to a relationship. Sharing my heart with someone, not just my body, sharing my heart, which is a big thing for me, so... Yeah, that's so cool. And I know we had gotten really clear that when you first started, relationship wasn't what you wanted to dive into right off the bat. You know, you just wanted to have someone that you could have fun with and feel really good about that, which I think is a great, great thing to do, especially after two and a half years of not being with anyone. So that's awesome. And now you're moving into the space of, okay, yeah, now I could see myself being open to relationship again after so long. So super amazing transformation, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, what was your favorite part of working with me and being in the program? Uh, the one-on-one, -on -one, they are great. I really like the one-on-one. -on -one. The group, they are good because sometimes you can rely so much to the other person in the group. It does. The, it happened to you in the past. You have moved on, but hearing it from another person, you kind of heal again. And those live genetic practice, they were great. Oh, yeah. Mm, tell me more about those for people that don't know what, we do in live jading practice. I guess it's pretty self-explanatory, but what was that like for you? Because some people are like, huh, how do you do that live? <laughs> well, jading practice, it's doing yoga with your vagina pretty much. And we all come on to Zoom and we do our celebrations. And then I have everyone turn off their video and audio. 
And then I just lead everyone through a 45 minute practice where some of the biggest breakthroughs occur. (laughs) Well, what type of woman should apply for this program or apply to work with me? In my opinion, well, women who are shut down like me, like I was, a woman who lost their touch with their sexuality, woman who wants more with their sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. This is where in the Essentially Embodied Woman program, where we do a lot of reclamation work uh, to really get you back into your body and reignite your sexual desire and really get you back into flow with your sexual energy uh, and really clearing the blocks and obstacles to you being a fully sexual woman. So this is really where that work is done. And then uh, then you can move on to all the expansion work, which I know you're excited about doing with me this upcoming Friday. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> More orgasm. Yep. We all want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the eight types of orgasms blueprint training is what she's referring to. Yeah, I'm leading a live training on that that starts on the 11th. So when this comes out, it'll be too late to join. Yeah. The expansion work is all the different types of orgasms. So it's like, well, we got to work on getting you reignited and reclaiming your sexuality. And then we can move into like the fun and juicy stuff of being able to have all the different types of orgasms in the different ways and really find out what's even possible in our bodies and in our sexuality, because so many women have no freaking clue what's even possible for them. So I'm excited to take you through that too. Awesome. Well, any words of advice or wisdom that you would share to anyone listening about filling out an application to join this program? Well, if you're not sure, at least have that first call with Tilly. So you know what you're getting yourself into and just go for it. The money will come back. You're in, you are investing in yourself and your sexuality. When do we ever invest in ourselves this way? Yeah, it's one of the most amazing investments I ever made in my life. And in so many women that have been on this podcast to share that it's so beyond worth it because this isn't something that you can just get by doing a little online course. Uh, You really need the support and taking you through the inner child pieces, taking you through the shame, taking you through it and really being in the trenches with you as you move through all of these blocks to pleasure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I love having you on and sharing your beautiful story, my dear. Thank you for the invite. Yes, we'll see you soon. Bye. All right, loves. I hope you enjoyed that amazing interview with Josiane. If that's inspired you, if her story has inspired you, then you are the perfect candidate for the Sex Goddess Five Months to Total Freedom in the Bedroom program. I want to invite you to apply at the link in the show notes or bit.ly forward slash sex goddess program. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash sex goddess program. And if you apply by December 2nd, 2022, reminder that you will receive three bonuses 
the eight types of female orgasms blueprint training, how to a pleasure, a woman online course for men and the receive and manifest training starting in early January, 2023. So go apply now. There has never been a better time to apply for the program. My loves, all you got to do is answer four or five questions and then book a call with me. The last time slot for calls is Friday evening, December 2nd. So get your call in and I'm excited to see you on the other side. Bye.